today we have another host, a new host, Joy Amy. She's going to be talking about anything she wants to talk about, and we're going to um, see what we can discuss. Joy Amy? Hi. My topic is going to be about um, religious literal literalism. What do you guys know about this topic? Kind of right in the name, right? So when people take religion literally, certain aspects, very literally, I'm mm-hmm. going to say. Mm-hmm. Edgar, do you have anything anything to add? Um, from from what I know it to be, it's like when people read too much into the Bible, and like well, don't, don't like. What do you mean? No, let me talk. Oh, I, I said it. We're not enough. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, okay. So from what I know it to be, um, it's where people talk, uh, where they don't. Oh God, wait, hold up. From what I know, uh, religious literalism to be is where people read too much into the bible or not enough into it where they don't see clearly what it's trying to say oh okay okay mm-hmm. could be used like kind of like a weapon maybe like forcing yeah okay yeah, yeah. i guess i would say so yes i would say like religious literalism it's it's more like i mean obviously i'm 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 like in the bible like there's certain things like where you you can't take it literally like there's no there is no room for do you trying to like search stuff or trying to interpret in like a way that's that's not it but there's other stuff where where it can you you need to look at the context and sort of dig deep and realize Mm. oh okay like in that culture certain things were like sorry (laughs) certain things were valid and appropriate but in modern days like culture changes culture changes and it's not it it shouldn't be obligatory to like do certain things Mm. Or, like, use it to, like, judge spirituality. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Give examples of, like, when uh, when it should be taken literally? When it can? I would, I would say, like, basic commandments. Like, don't oh. kill, though. <laughs> right. Don't, yeah, those sort of examples. Or love your neighbor as you... That it like you love yourself and stuff. Oh dang! So I don't love my neighbor. <laughs> Can you continue. So so, do you? How would you, someone know when context applies? I guess you could say, versus when it can be just taken at face value. That's what it says. That's a good question. Boom. When would somebody know? I feel like. Um, a person should sort of like pause and see, like, oh, should I look into the context of stuff, or is this something to be taken literally when it comes to stuff like, oh, like people need to do this or people need to do that, and <laughs> that's like when you should sort of be like, okay, okay. 
Okay. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. So, yes, so yes, you're yes. what you're saying is basically having uh, I've I'm reading it right here. It says allegorical interpretation. So it's an interpretive method that assumes that the Bible has various levels of meaning and tends to focus on the spiritual sense, which includes the allegorical sense, the moral sense, and the anagogical sense. I didn't understand much of what you were... (laughs) Okay. Okay, I understood, like... Ugh. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Because, like, here's an an example that it brings up. Actually, that's a good example. Mm Mm-hmm. Where Hosea's Jacob wrestles with an angel. You've heard that story, right? That he, an angel came down and was like wrestling with Jacob, apparently. And did he, did he hurt him? Yes. I don't know what he did. Okay. He, he made him limp or something. Oh, dang. So I guess the angel won that one. <laughs> um, it was the all out brawl. <laughs> I was streaming live on every channel up there. <laughs> okay. Um, so some people would take that as not a literal meaning, but as as a uh, allegory, like a what's that called? It's supposed to show. It's supposed to represent something else. I guess symbolism. Yeah. Wait, is this like, uh, is this, are you talking about like the story about Jacob and the angel or did you say Hosea? No, it's like, it's in Hosea. Hosea. I read it here. Because it's, oh, it says Hosea 12.4 references an allegorical interpretation as opposed to a literal interpretation. Like it's found in Genesis. Interesting. I had never heard about this. Let me read. Let me read you all the verse if you want me to. If not, go I can. It. I can go okay. for it. It says, "Yes, he struggled with the angel and prevailed. He wept and sought his favor. He found him at Bethel and spoke with him there." Um. Okay, I don't know if that helped us. Did you guys? No, I mean, they, no. I, I I remember in Genesis, like Jacob does wrestle with an angel, mm-hmm. and. The way it's written and the way it fits in the story and the context of what was happening before uh, that event, it at least in Genesis in that situation in Hosea, yeah, I understand. Like it, it, it probably shouldn't be taken a literal sense, but in Genesis at least, it should. You there's there wasn't like a like a really wasn't meant. I mean, you could definitely like get like a spiritual message out of it, but when you mm-hmm. read like. Oh, Jacob and Angel were fighting. It, it that's mm-hmm. what it was. There's you know no what, hidden I f- meaning. Uh, reading it again, I actually feel like it means it doesn't mean like he literally fought an angel. I think he it, meant, it means mm. like I think what they're saying is it means he struggled as in like emotionally because mm-hmm. it says he's wept and sought his favor. So like praying maybe praying really, really. Um, oh. Yeah, I wouldn't, yes, he was, he was like, no, it's because he was trying to force the angel to like bless him or something. Oh, okay. Because it says he wept and sought his favor. Yes. Yes. Did you just figure yes, this out? Was, yeah. Are we smart? Look at us. 
but oh wow i i feel kind of accomplished right now <laughs> uh, we can do anything guys Edgar. Um, yeah i'm here thoughts nope i was gonna say exactly what you guys said but i couldn't because you guys figured it out so i'm good oh <laughs> great um well then um so <laughs> So I guess what my point was throughout the entire little little thing. What is that called? Okay, I don't know what whale. it's called. A whale? Tail? Whale tail. Yes, a tail. <laughs> okay, through that um tail is that and I wasn't even planning on this happening, but uh, a story we all grew up thinking was literal based on the context of where it was written could have actually been allegorical not literal like you know he literally fought him no i, I don't i don't think it was at least the in hosea yes but the, in genesis i feel like it's not really allegorical it's more so like he actually was like crying and like trying to get up angel to favor him i know yeah that's hosea says that he basically but why are you saying the complete opposite i'm not I'm saying we all thought, because of the way it's written, we um, all thought he literally beat an angel up. Well, he was beat up by an angel. But struggle could have been that he was he was trying really hard to be blessed. So he was like, he wept, and he cried, and then he eventually prevailed. And got his way, like he always does, that Jacob, that silly man. Anyways. I want to give, I guess, an example of mm-hmm. a topic that people take out of context. But of course, it like there's no there's no right or wrong. It's to each their own opinion. I wanted to talk about the topic of head covering, which I feel a lot of people take literally because they don't want they don't see the the context of where that sort of topic comes from, which is, I think, in like in First Corinthians, and it was written towards towards a Corinthian crowd, and you know they were saying like, "Oh, women should cover their head." You want me to read it because I I have it pulled up. Sure. Just for context, First Corinthians eleven four through five. Every man praying or prophesying, having his head covered, dishonoreth his head. But every woman that prayeth or prophesieth with her head uncovered, dishonoreth her head. For that is even all one as if she were shaven. Right, that, was, that was weird at the end. For that is even all one as if she were shaven. So like, yes. uncovered could mean like she was she's basically bald i suppose yeah or just not having a a head covering what i'm saying is in that context it's understandable like women in that culture were expected to wear head coverings but in modern day i feel like it's not applicable applicable because we're not corinthians and our culture doesn't see a head covering or my hair, for example, as 
what what it meant in that culture, which was like sh- submission to like her husband and stuff. And I feel that a lot of Christians use topics like or like issues of head covering as to like judge spirituality, which it, when it's something that like it's a personal choice mm-hmm. and it doesn't it's it's yeah it's 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 it doesn't apply the same way it does but anyways okay. what are you guys's thoughts overall about my little boring feel um no uh, i feel like you're right i feel like because it was written in a different time we as a society today don't understand what the true meaning of it is and people just take it out of context and form their own words around it mhm mhm yeah that's it so okay so what are you saying that this because it was written as a letter to corinthians it only yeah. applies it only applies to people living back then well not specifically I think it does well, it was written nope. to Corinthians. Well, in my opinion, I feel like it does. Like, that only, if you read in the context, it does apply to um, only Corinthians, which is why like, I sometimes, like, am a little bit confused as to, like, I'm not, like, I'm not saying it's wrong, but, like, it's wrong for somebody to tell me, oh, because you're not wearing a head covering, that's wrong. Like, no, I don't agree with that. But, like, it's, like I said, it's their personal choice, which is why I sometimes I'm a bit confused when people, like, wear head coverings because it's like you're not Corinthian, you're not from that culture. And in today's culture, like a head veil, I mean a head covering or a hat or whatever has like a different meaning than it meant. Um back I'm then. Sh- okay, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna speak on being just cause like I'm also a little bit confused. But mm-hmm. also like just debating <laughs> in general. Um Okay. So are you saying that what am I? What am I trying to say here? Are you saying this specifically could only apply to Corinthians, and the rest can apply to people even today, or are you saying that all of Corinthians can can only be applied to back then? And like, if so, what's the context you have to as proof as evidence that this can only be applied to to that culture back then? Well, the only evidence I have is that it was Paul writing directly to the Corinthians. It wasn't towards us because, you know, we obviously didn't exist. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what I'm doing. That's I mean, that's where I'm coming from. Okay. Okay. Does that answer your question? Or are you so confused? I'm still kind of confused. In what aspect? Okay, because if you look at everything else that was written, like Romans, Philippians, Ephesians. That was I'm just all... talking about this specific no, I know, topic. I know, I'm not I know. talking about the whole Bible, like the whole book no. of Corinthians. But, okay, wait, I wasn't done because if you're, if you would apply, if you're going to apply, because it was written to a specific place, would that it not also invalidate everything else that was written to specific places as being only for them? Or, or is that we? I don't know. Are you saying like? Okay, wait. You're confusing me now. <laughs> okay, because here's what I I understand okay. as the base of your argument. Okay, this was written by Paul to a church yes. in, the, in Corinthia. In the Corinthian right. culture, yes. 
Yes. So what he writes in this is directed towards them and applies to them back then. That's what you're asking me. Yes. I would say there are certain things that mm-hmm. apply to like that's that was relevant back then and it's relevant now because Corinthian has a lot of stuff that you can you don't you don't really look at it and be like oh you know this was written back in the day so like this doesn't apply but there are certain topics in that Bible specifically that one I don't know any other ones I just know that one of the head covering that was that you know you could be jewish and like read it and be like oh, okay like i'm actually jewish people actually wear head coverings but like you could be like a gentile and read that passage and you wouldn't feel oh i need to wear a head covering now because i'm not because like you wouldn't because you're not corinthian and a head covering probably doesn't have that meaning but like the rest of whatever he wrote it it has like a like a placability but does that make sense um, Overall, it's just like there's a certain stuff, but the one I'm saying is just certain stuff that need is, to be taken, don't need to be taken out of context, and you just need to look at where, like, who and what that was written to in the culture. Because, like, how okay, all right, all right, I'm kind of understanding what you're saying, but here's my next question. Yes. How. How do you differentiate between what you need to look at in a certain context of like culture and history versus something else that you would not look at in that context? How would I differentiate? Because, for example, I'm like I have the thing, the chapter pulled up, and I would I would have I was expecting it to be like specifically to to specify them, but it sounds general. But I don't know, like, I, I, this is, I'm going to be honest, this is my first time just looking this this chapter up. Well, okay. How do you guys, like, look at something and know when to, whatever you just said, like, know when to look at the context and when not to? I like, would what, say... Like, for example... Mm-hmm. No, you can go. Um, For me... You don't like back back in especially Joshua when they're mm-hmm. going around committing genocide and such. <laughs> um, obviously, you can't do that nowadays. No, right? don't do that. But back back then, thousands of years ago, there were there were cultures who would. It, it was like if you don't if you don't remove these people from their land and take it you're going to starve and then your people are all going to be dead so it's like out of ne- I'm not going to say out of necessity but like desperation but now today nowadays if you want food you go get a job and then you buy food you don't have to murder people <laughs> to take their land and grow your own food so there's no need to do that kind of thing you know what about you Igor? to say to be honest thoughts or anything comments i mean i think yeah i mean i guess you just sort of have to look at like the chapter like the chapter in the bible you're reading all over like any religion really just Mm -hmm. see the context because it's like you said there are some some verses where like allegory is used and then Mm -hmm. literalism is used but you just have to be able to like try and differentiate the two 
how you do that is up to the specific person. Yes. I'm but, sh- yeah. yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, you're fine. But it all comes down to like what you see is right in your eyes or like what you want to see. Yes. I was, uh, that's about, that's what I was about to say. Mm-hmm. It seems very subjective. Maybe mm-hmm. perhaps, I don't know, but I do know of people who talk about it objectively. So maybe they, they do it a certain way where it all fits in that way. Because um, how you interpret this with religion being such a big part of human history and culture, how it's interpreted can actually affect millions of people. Well, billions. Because like, I would say to, even today, we're all affected by how people interpreted the Bible back like 500 years ago, right? Yeah. Like it was used to justify slavery. So oh, there's, yeah, there's millions of mm-hmm. millions of people today who live in on this side of the world who only live here because of someone's interpretation of the Bible, which is crazy. To crazy. Think about. Anyways. Yes. We're getting deep here. Isn't it like crazy that like okay, I hope I don't get canceled on like even speaking about this but it's crazy that people use like a like a very morphed form of christianity to like justify slavery and like yeah colonialism and stuff yep it is crazy um but yeah i I feel like the oh yeah go ahead editor i feel as though uh a lot of people use like christianity in the bible to justify a lot of the things that they're into now like i remember watching this video the other day about this woman defending calling people the n-word in the bible okay yeah mm-hmm. i don't want to get into the specifics but you know it's just it's like a easy well, not easy well kind of easy but a good way to manipulate people because mm-hmm. think about it think about it you're you're telling people that there's a eternal um, punishment and you can offer a way to avoid that if you listen to me. Yes, exactly. It's like a peace treaty kind of. No, that's not the right word. <laughs> a very messed up peace treaty that only benefits one party. Pretty much. Wait, or like a, like a, actually, it's like slavery itself. Oh, that was that controversial? <laughs> was that bad? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little bit. I mean, no, not the snort. Hey, hey, it's a medical issue. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why it happens. It just happens. Um, but yes, it was used to justify a lot of things. Um, the Crusades. Remember that? Well, th- not remember that. I that was, was such there. a disaster, and yeah. such an unnecessary waste of life. You're right. You're right. On I, I, well, I don't know if it's ironically or not, but did you know, or interestingly enough, the Crusades were like the point where all the imperialist, the imperialist age and colonial, 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 colonialism, 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 I was saying, come on, buddy, I thought you were going to say cannoli, the cannoli age, <laughs> 
Yep. <laughs> Every person had to have that Italian dessert in their home where they were hanged. The cannoli age. What? <laughs> so colonialism. It actually can go back be traced to the to the crusades yeah because they all did that and sort of like because they felt like they needed to write like they felt entitled to like oh we gotta like here go to jerusalem uh, uh pretty much yes Mm -hmm. they felt like they had to liberate it i guess or free it yeah but at the same time at the same time they were trading the only way they could get certain spices and especially sugar like sugar back in the day was so expensive that only the richest people could buy it and do you know what they did with this sugar any ideas no what would they do they would make like sh- sugar um sugar ornaments I guess they're like they wouldn't oh. eat it. They would they would just show it off. Like, yeah, I'm this rich. I can buy sugar. I thought you were going to mention like some messed up torture. I'm leading. I'm leading know. into that because sugar was so valuable. Okay. <laughs> just okay. I know this is unexpected, but sugar was so valuable when the Europeans after the Crusades they learned how to cultivate sugar. Okay. They started growing it, and because I'm, I'm like I'm telling you, the sugar was the thing to grow back in the day to get rich. So that combined with discovering the new world, they're like, "Dang, this is a lot of land. This is a lot of sugar to grow." Okay. Yeah. And then they realized European people can't really. First of all, it was expensive to to hire people to work, right? Because they wanted to cut their costs as much as possible. So, so that's when they brought in slaves. And then that's when, that's when all these wars happened because they wanted land for all these resources from each other, especially sugar. So sugar, it's your fault. And now it's giving us diabetes. So in the end, I think what I'm trying to say is, is uh, sugar has declared war on us. And it's winning. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, so that was well, other Bible-related stuff. Bible-related stuff. Have a Bible lot of related. thoughts on. Um, how deep can we get? That's what she said. Oh my, oh gosh. my gosh. Okay. I, I as saw deep that. as you want to go. Oh no, that's also what she said. <laughs> <laughs> You're giving him more ammo. That's also what she said. All right, no, you lost it. You lost it there. No, nope. I have one. Wait, no, this is kind of controversial, but mm-hmm. Bethel, you remember I told you that my okay? Can I mention this? It's like I feel so bad, but like my dad should not have said that. But you remember when I told you that my dad thinks that what happened to our like um oh indigenous people? Yeah, what happened to our ancestors? Like, that was justified because they didn't know God and stuff. Mm -hmm. No. Okay, well, I have... Oh, yeah, 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 go ahead. Sorry. No, it's just because, like, 
Edgar, you were going to say, like, you, I didn't tell you that, right? Uh, no. But well, nope, yeah. I, I don't really agree with that. Uh, I don't think anyone here does. Yeah, and... I was just like, um... You did not just say that, but... That, that's like saying, oh, I'm going to go to commit murder, but it's okay because I don't know God yet. Like, it's still bad. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Murder is up there. Among the baddest. Yeah. I would say. I'm I'm the bad of the bone. Mm-mm. Put that on a t-shirt. Murder is <laughs> one of the baddest. <laughs> like, what do you think would make our parents, like, sort of think that sort of mindset? Because they're not from here. They don't know the, how this place works. And so, Edgar, what? This place murdered millions of in the same way that our countries did. I mean, yeah, like Americans have it rougher. What do you mean? They're white. I don't know where this is going. I don't know either. I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop before I say something. I don't know what to say. You said Americans have it rougher because they're white. You got there, and then. Uh, yeah, Edgar. Yeah, just let's stop that train. Unfortunately, yes. I'm gonna let's derail the train. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, let's also burn the tracks while we're at it. <laughs> These are your tracks, but okay. It's Do okay you think you're... our parents having sort of that mindset is like the effects of colonialism having on like Definitely. people to sort of 100%. Like control them? Yes, or like even like Christianity like being weaponized to like justify to justify anything. If a leader yeah. wants, if a leader wants to to conquer or like murder people all they have to do is say these people these people are these people hate christianity and they hate god are you gonna let that happen and they're gonna be like no we don't and they just have to be like all right let's go let's go round them up and you know what happens Mm -mm. next yeehaw partner no 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 no, no, no! I don't know. You, you're, you said round you're, them up. You're, re, you're rebuilding those tracks we just burned. Yeah, but there are new tracks. Have you guys heard of the ship of theses? Yes. Uh, Wait, can I explain it to her? Yeah, yeah. You go ahead. Okay, so basically, the ship of theses. You sound low. Basically, the ship of theses is uh, okay. Let, let me ask you a question. Okay, if you replace every part of a ship one by one until none of the original parts remain, will it be the same ship? Wow, we are getting so philosophical today. Okay, then if not, what point does it become another ship? If you're replacing every piece, that that last piece that was like from the original... And you throw it out and replace that. Like, I feel like that's the point where it's like you're just building a new ship at this point. But but let's say it's the same pieces and all, just rebuilt the same pieces. Yeah, like mm. those pieces were like um, fixed or something. No, yeah. no, no, like re, like okay. Rebuilt. Say say there's a piece of wood. You make another piece of wood exactly the same. I have a better example. Okay. <laughs> I should wait. Uh, you say your example first, and I'll say mine. All right. Say there's a piece of wood on the ship, and you remove it yeah. and make another piece of wood exactly like it, and then you put it back in and use different no. nails. No, that's not that's not the original wood. Even if it's the same, like similar, it's not. 
the mm-hmm. same. Okay, so here's here's another question. Okay. So all of our cells in our body are replaced after a while. So would you say that we are still the same person we were like 10 years ago? No. Oh my gosh. All right. Breaking news. Well, okay. it's because we... Okay, even if our cells are changing, we have other stuff that stays consistent in a way that a ship wouldn't. But I think the thing that would stay consistent is if, if it floats on water and sails. Not the shame's fit, buddy. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Can I say my, my example? Yeah, go ahead. Say mm. Okay, let's say that over time there are planks on a boat, right? Well, a ship. And then those planks rot and are replaced with new planks, right? Yeah. Is that still the same boat? If it's built the exact same way, is it still the boat? Just the planks were replaced? Right. Planks and nails. Cause, I, mean, uh, I would say it's the same ship. If, like, you, the... I just told you this and you said it wasn't. <laughs> no. I said No, but exact... you said every part. But if you're just taking off the planks... No, no, no. It's every part. You're... Every part. Every, eventually okay, then, everything's gonna rot okay and then i would say i go to your question because you didn't specify that and i would say no like that's that's a new ship that's okay. not the same okay okay but let's say if those if those uh, pieces of wood are restored and like reassembled without the rot and everything is that still the same ship is it using the same stuff just just same stuff but without the wood no wait without he, the without the rot i mean he's saying like you take the rot you take the rotted wood and make it better <laughs> and then but replay- it still retains that original wood like yeah. at least the part that's not rotting mm-hmm. yeah i would okay in that case then you there's still parts of that original ship there do, do you want to know my personal opinion tell me your personal opinion buddy i want to hear it in my ears neither of them are this are the true ship but they both are at the same time okay Oh my gosh. Are you talking about superposition right now? Maybe. What is that? Okay. I don't know if you have I don't know if you guys want to get into it. <laughs> um basically basically a a particle, a subatomic oh gosh, particle, I think it is, is both um a wave and a particle at the same time. Or something like that. I don't know. I read about oh. it a long time ago. Oh, yeah. I know about that. Explain it to me. I don't. Yeah, explain okay, it to so super, me. So, superposition is like... Oh, God. <laughs> How you don't have this? to explain it, because I probably won't get it. It's where... um, It's multiple states at the same time. Like, the ability... To be in multiple states at the same time. What yeah, uh, so something like that? What states mm-hmm. are you talking about here? I don't know. Like, <laughs> okay, so basically, an electron, right? Take for example, an electron. Yes. Um, they there's an experiment where an electron is shot through a slit, and then it's measured on a on a wall behind the slit. Um, and when they're not, when it's not being record, it's not being observed. The electron will behave. No, no, no. The electron. But once it's once it is observed, that it wave stops. breaks down and it just behaves like a regular particle. This, I think I remember reading about this. Well, yes. this was a legitimate theoretical paper, right? 
It was like a paper, right? It was an actual experiment. But how do they know yeah, that it's behaving a way that they're not? If it's if it's if it's like only when it's not observed, like who? Is it just like a hi- hypothesis? Uh, no, no, no. Like they have a way to to tell where the electrons hit. So when it's not being observed, it it. Uh, I'm not a freak. <laughs> I'm not a physicist. I just know what I know. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not getting this. It's just my brain is just lagging but, right okay, now. Okay, but okay, I'm wait, wait, wait. Okay, so pe- people can can imagine that the electron can go through one slit or the other, and like never both at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Basically, sh- like Schrodinger's cat is basically what Edgar said with the boat being the new one and the old at the same time. Yeah, Schrodinger's cat is like where you you know what Schrodinger's cat is, right? You know what I mean? No. Oh, let me explain. Let me explain this too. Okay, so imagine there's imagine with there's a box with a cat in there with okay. poison with poison oh, and a wow. timer, a timer and that a timer, will release yes. the poison after a certain amount of time. Correct. You so by not looking inside the box, you don't know whether or not that cat is dead or alive. So you assume it's both until you so, open the box and find okay. out. So it's both dead and alive until you actually this theory this. This wasn't even a hypothesis or anything, but that guy Schrodinger, he wrote that to try to disprove superposition by like, look how absurd, look at how absurd this is, right? Like a cat can't be dead and alive at the same time. And then years later, it was like, no, actually these particles do that. (laughs) Yeah. This could change everything for us. I don't know how. I just hear people talk about (laughs) it. I can't do that. My brain ain't big. I'm really holding on. To what? What do you mean? What? My brain. So you're barely. I'm barely holding on to reality as it is. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. Yeah. That was that was interesting. That was um quite. I feel like we were in in five different positions. Yeah, we got way off topic. We were in super. Yeah. We were in super position. So when people watch this podcast, they won't know what it's going to be about. Oh yeah, we never tell you what's going on. Um, do you think? I don't think you guys I was think, a really good host. Do you guys think we have time to talk about one more thing or no? I don't know. It kind of relates. Because uh, I, 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 you know, it kind of relates to the original topic you brought up, but also this new one that we oh, yeah. walked then, into. Then talk about it. Um. So 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 so. How how would you explain all these new findings using the Bible? I guess, Jamie. Findings on what? Like what we just talked about, like. Oh, um, I mean, Is there a it doesn't to? make me like, it doesn't make me view the Bible like I don't believe it anymore. It's just mm-hmm. that we've gotten to a point in humanity where we're able to research stuff that are smaller than us, like stuff like, you know, like particles and Mm-hmm. As an election, and, and, and we weren't able to do that in the centuries in the past. And it's just like, is that's just helping. That research is good because it's helping us explain. Can I say um, something? Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. So I've uh, heard people talk about the Big Bang Theory. You know how a lot of Christians disagree with it. Yeah. 
but a lot of like physicists will say otherwise. Yeah. I feel my personal opinion is that it's both. God used the Big Bang Theory to bring everything into fruition. But, like yeah, over time. Like, oh, yeah, sorry. Not like over time, not in one big explosion. But, like, <laughs> so not the Big Bang. Not the Big Bang, but like small bangs, <laughs> many bangs, <laughs> many bangs. Put that on a t-shirt. That's I a would, good one. I have heard that. You know how it says like, "Oh, God created the stars." That had to happen as an explosion, right, or something, right? Or like God. Um, you know what I'm saying? I know have what you're thought saying. Because it sounds like it's instant, so we, we think of. I don't know. I really don't know. <laughs> but I know what you're saying. But I don't know what I was saying. Um, that's some good points. You guys have some good points there. Now, Not mediocre points. Now, hey, hey, now. We're all mediocre here. Put that on a t-shirt. For <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sort of silly. You're lying, but it's really funny. Just, just offending everyone you, that sees you. We're all mediocre here. <laughs> um, but how would you? Because it, with this new research, right? That's coming out, and we can talk about this on another episode. Actually, not not now, but I'm just gonna go over it a little really quickly. Um, that whole thing about superposition and particles being able to have different states. There's one interpretation called the many worlds interpretation, which I think Edgar, you've already heard about this. Yeah, I have, but we have two opposing opinions on it. What? What do you mean? There's only no. Okay, we, wait. Let me fin- let me finish, and then we can discuss. No, no, we, the- we, we, no, no, no. We're gonna discuss this at a later episode. No, no, no. I know, I know, I know. Oh, okay, okay. Let me just finish. Then let me wrap it up. Just this last question, last one, and we're done. Because I think this is really interesting, especially with the topic we came in with today. So many worlds interpretation states that there are. Every time you observe an electron and you like um depending on depending on its outcome you make a decision you create a bunch of different a, a scenarios. branching timeline. No, not not branching Later. timelines, just like no, I mean, you could say branching timelines where if like s- each other world made the decision that you didn't make. Yeah, okay, yes. That, so that, that's how I like to interpret it. So, Jamie, um, what do you think about that? Like, 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 say for, I'm going to give you an example. Say you shoot an electron and you observe observe it, I guess, and then you're like, if if this electron has a positive spin, I think it is, or up spin, I don't know, I don't know what they call it. <laughs> I'm going to order a pizza, and if it's not, I'm not going to order a pizza, but because that electron can exist in both in every state. That means that there must have been one scenario where it did, where you ordered a pizza and one where you didn't. Okay. So I just, I don't know. That's interesting. Cause with the, the Bible had, does not talk at all about like different versions of you existing. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think it does. So, I don't know. It just challenges it all. That's why I find it interesting. Yeah. 
and it could be proven true, but there's also other interpretations. Any thoughts, thoughts, thoughts? It makes me, I guess, kind of sad because then that means, hey, I could have been having a better life than I have right now. Oh, dang. If you decided to. Yeah. Okay, I had never thought about it like that, and now you're making me sad. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Great. No. Uh, I know that in the Bible, it does say that time is relative, or like it hints at it. Really? Mm-hmm. What? Time is relative. You said says time it? is what? T- time is relative, or like it hints at it at least. It's in a Second Peter three eight. Wait, read do you want me to read it? Yeah. Okay. With the Lord, a day is like a thousand years, oh. and a thousand years are like a day. Second Peter three eight. A God exists outside of time, but time is relative to Him at least. So that would suggest. What? <laughs> I don't know. I don't, know. I, I, don't, I, don't know. I don't understand. Wait, so time is relative, but he doesn't really exist within... Wait, is that even correct? Time? Yeah, time constraints. Uh, like, does he even goodness. exist within time? Huh? Does God exist within time? Oh, I thought you were going to just, just ask, does God exist? <laughs> um, within time... God exists. <laughs> Oh man, no, I can't. If I keep talking about this, it's going to be another hour. But we can talk. We can talk about it another time, right? Because there's another good. There's another good theory that can help to explain something like that happening, and I find it very, very interesting. We can talk about that another time. Like I keep saying over and over. <laughs> um, but that was a great thing to bring up, Edgar, because I had I had never even. Well, no, I had thought about it, I think. But I, I hadn't thought about it now. You think? I think, yes. Okay. Um. So with that, I think we covered a lot today. Would you guys We covered agree? too much. <laughs> Very oh, no. disorderly. Wow. No. We don't apologize. We don't. don't. We don't. If you're if you're here listening this far along, then question your choices. Yes. <laughs> put that on a t-shirt. Put the, wait, <laughs> wait, wait, put which part? I feel like you're just gonna put that on a t-shirt. Question <laughs> your question your choices. Yeah, question, question your choices. choices, buddy. But are you telling that to someone on the t-shirt, or are you saying that by yourself on the t-shirt? Your both what? at the same time. Oh, a super <gasps> position. <Schrodinger's> cat. <gasps> oh, what? Our brains? If we're chiming in to our little chaotic tea party. So yes, thank you I, for uh, for listening. If you did listen the whole way, if not, you suck. No, you don't. Please come back for another another one. I feel like uh, you're a, like a real man if you listen through this very yeah. long, not long, but like chaotic real conversation man. even if yeah. you're a woman you're a real man put that on yeah, a t-shirt so off topic <laughs> dude you're gonna fit a lot of transgenders out there <laughs> oh my gosh oh my gosh um all right um so just come back come back for the next one which should we reveal no no let's just go with it whatever whatever's next is yeah. next you won't know it's like a box of chocolates you don't you know what to you're gonna keep. get 
It's like Schrodinger's cat. Schrodinger's you assume cat. something's coming, but you also don't. But you also don't assume something's coming. Assume everything and assume nothing all at once. All right. So God works. Because this is good. No, that's good. Oh, that's good. How am I going to fit that in? How am I going <laughs> to? Just, oh, that's good. Goodbye. Come on. That's what she said.